Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, welcome everyone to the Hank Haney Podcast. Great to be with you today. Uh, Joining me today is the great predictor, Steve Johnson. He is in Dallas. And Steve, uh, welcome this morning. How are you doing? Hey, thanks, Hank. I'm, uh, you know what? The first, uh, this is my second or third visit to you, and, and uh, I'm, I'm not doing as well today. Really? To be honest. What, what's, no. uh, what, what's, what's, that what's, elephant, that elephant came back in the room here. Really? That elephant, yeah. That, uh, and it's bothering me. Like, what's is, the elephant? Is this a platform where we can talk? The elephant is, we were out in the desert for 120 plus days <laughs> okay. because we didn't we're say back. something the right way. Yeah, but we didn't say something the right way. The message was clear to me. Hey, you know what? We need now, to you do know, something you to promote. That. You got to get by that. I'm, I'm, I'm this is, that's, it's fine. Is this what we're 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 on iHeartRadio? This is uh, this is a great place to be. I mean, this this podcasting people are loving it. We're 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 having some great uh, discussions, great topic. I mean, I'm I'm good. Good. You know what? I have this saying I use all the time. It is what it is. And that's the way it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Hey, your name wasn't flashing down the bottom of the ESPN no, no, for 12 but I, I hours. Felt responsible. Was, you know? I mean, you did lead me down the road, but you know, I mean. Like, but I, I heard I heard rumors, Hank. What though. was the rumors? I heard rumors that uh, that that other station considers me the devil. <laughs> That it was my fault. I don't know. That, I don't know where you got that. I led you down a path. I don't I know where you, you got that. I don't know where you got that. You're all right. Don't, you, really? you, gotta, you know what? Moving on, buddy. Moving on. Moving okay. on. Moving on. We're, we're, right. we're moving on. We're back. We're good. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like like uh, moving day. You know? Well, okay. You know about right. moving day? Okay. I've, I've heard about moving day. Okay. It's moving, day was, moving day was coined by my uh, friend, your friend, Tommy Armour III. 
Really? He, yeah, he had every once in a while he has, uh, you know, he's got a girlfriend, you know, he's had a lot of girlfriends. And, uh, so one day he wakes up and he tells his girlfriend, he said, uh, he's living with her, you know, he tells his girlfriend, he says, he said, today's moving day. Really? And she said, what do you mean? He goes, today's the day you're moving out. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Saturday like golf. You're no, no, that's Tom not, that's not moving day. Moving day is you're moving on. It's time oh, to move on. Man. I moved on a long time ago. Well, you got to move on. You got to move on. All right. And, we're, and we are, you know, lucky. We got uh, we got the great producer, Minnesota Tim. He's with us. Uh, and, you know, Minnesota Tim was our, our great producer at uh, You Know Where. So, I mean, it, all, all's good. Minnesota Tim is, is uh, joining us this morning, too. He's in Minnesota, of course, the great state of Minnesota where the uh, snow is getting ready to fly, I think. And the, uh, <laughs> which the good thing is that gets rid of the, the that, that uh, the state bird migrates when the snow comes, the mosquito. That's and right. He's, uh, but he's feeling good. His, his uh, Vikings are off to a good start. He's getting, he's been very positive. Is this not correct, Tim? Yeah, very, very correct. I'm, uh, I'm all, I'm, I'm bleeding purple this year. Uh, you know, the, I'm bleeding purple. You know, I, I made a big joke to a lot of people that uh, are big Vikings fans here in the Midwest. I said, I'm coming home when uh, the announcement was made that I was coming to iHeartRadio. Um, and I kind of, and they didn't believe me. They're like, no, you're not coming home. I was like, I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home for the Vikings. Super Bowl run to Miami. Super Bowl 54 in Miami. I'm coming home for the Super Bowl run. See, you sound very positive right now. You sound very positive, but but typically you go dark on your home teams. You go very dark very quickly. Give it a couple of weeks. Give it a couple of weeks. Give it a couple of weeks. Uh, the Vikings play Dallas at Dallas right. at Jerry World coming up on Sunday Night Football. Steve talked about so Steve's in a high anticipation yeah. for that game. I, we'll have to have a little uh, fun with that one because that's a big game, obviously between. Your Dallas Cowboys and my Minnesota Vikings played in purple. You should you should maybe fly into Dallas for that game, and you and Steve could go to the game, and you could be dark the dark Viking fan, you know the the positive negative fan, and Steve could be the positive negative fan on uh, on the Dallas Cowboys, which is what he does because he, he just he dark clouds them all the time. He uh, he doesn't like uh, the coach, and he's you know he he sort of kind of cheers for him, but won't give him any credit and. You know, but secretly he wants him to win, and you know, because you know he has no team. And he grew up in San Diego. There, there is his Chargers. When you know, it's, he's he's lived in Dallas for thirty years or something. But he's, I mean, he's he's, he's he, he, so he's really a Dallas fan. But he's like, you know, sort of was a Charger fan. But they don't have a team anymore. They're in L.A. or they don't even know where they are. But but uh, anyways, you know, you guys could be the the dark fans, you know, and the and the one for each team, and you could just just be negative back and forth with one another, and it would be just a great uh, great day. You guys could have great day, Steve. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> uh, Tim and I'll go if you'll buy the tickets, Hank. All right, I might do that. I'm gonna send you guys a, send you guys a little. I got little good news there. for Tim, though. Got good news for Tim. That's a November 10th. That is Sunday night football. Tim was correct, and good news for Tim because the great predictor has a W for the Vikings on that night. A W. Really? What? You, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. and 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 when the time is right, I'm ready to predict the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, season record. By the way, so oh, just really? keep that in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind. 
All right, we'll save that. We'll save that for, okay. for may, may, maybe uh, you know another week. Let them get going a little more, just so you can be even more wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which is because because we all know how you're predicting is. You know, we know right. we know that that hasn't gone well in the past, but uh, you, you are known as a great predictor because when we were lost in the desert for 120 days, <laughs> a lot of people were asking, "Where is the great predictor?" They were counting on me. You know, the great predictor will be be back, but he still hadn't gotten anything right, even you know when we've been gone. So, uh, but but you know, you, you could be this could be it—a new start, a new fresh start. And you know, I'm thinking maybe you got a couple things, got a couple things right. You could, you got, you had more time to practice your craft. You got your crystal ball. You got your uh, you know music going in the background. Whatever it is you do when you do right. this this predicting thing, you do. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 clearly hasn't been very effective, but you know maybe this is the this is the time. Katie John will be uh, back, and he'll be probably help. He's your big supporter, so we'll bring him in. Uh, and uh, you know when you start predicting, it'll be uh, it'll everybody will be on the edge of their seats, ready to go to Vegas, get but get the bets down. Steve's uh, season usually that, the, you know you go you go opposite of what Steve says, you'd be rich. But um, that, that 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 sounds ridiculous, but it's true. It's yeah, true. that is true. That is true. So Minnesota Tim's in the cornfields. He sent he sent out the. Uh, I swear to God, he's got the field of dreams in his backyard. Swear to God. I sent a picture. I tweeted out a picture. It's at Hank Haney, at Tim Parachka, yeah. at Stevie Ray J. Okay, but Tim's seats are not very good for the field of dreams, Hank. He is way out on the. Uh, what is it? Right field foul line for the field of dreams. What's wrong with that? <laughs> that that's just terrible seats, Tim. You got you got to get better seats than that. But uh, we did tweet out a picture, and it it is field of dreams, Hank. I mean, I'm is that really what. where they? Is that really where it is, Tim? I mean, I, it has a Minnesota connection. Yeah. No. I. It, it, I mean, it like what like Steve was saying. There's a little hay field out there where, and then there's a little cornfield surrounding the hay field where the players walk out and onto the field. So it's very, it's where they fill, you know how they have Hollywood and they kind of set it up to make it look like it's an Iowa. Yeah. Well, well yeah. it, it Minnesota is that kind of place where, you know, they make it look like it's somewhere else, but it's actually right here. So when I was, so you sent, when I, you sent me a picture of your, where you live at your house in Minnesota. It's not actually in Minnesota. It's in Hollywood, but it's it's well. I mean, it's not Minneapolis. It's Minnesota, but it's Hollywood, Minnesota. Uh, and you tell people you're from Hollywood, uh, they don't really put the two together that it's Hollywood, Minnesota. But uh, you, you sent the picture out. You got a cornfield in your backyard. And I looked at I looked at that picture and I thought, oh my god! I mean, it looks like he's t- Timmy lives at uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, the shoeless Joe Jackson's coming through the cornfield uh, any minute here to to play the game. You know. Uh, it, that's what they got going, but it's a it's a it's a great setting. And I know you're you're back at uh, your home course, uh, doing a little uh, yeah, it was Stony Brook, right? Shadowbrook, Shadowbrook. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh man, that's terrible. How could I? Get, we got to give him a plug. Shadowbrook, uh, and that's uh, Uncle Tim's uh, Uncle Tom's course, right? Uncle Tom's course, yeah. Uncle Tom's yeah, course. Been Uncle playing Tom. there a lot since I've been home. How's your game? Give me give me a report. Let me try to give you a little help here. Oh man, what what I'm really struggling with. So off the tee, I've been really good. I figured it out. I figured out my off the tee game, putting the ball near the fairway or in the fairway almost on every drive. The big issue I have with my game is my second shot. So when I'm about 150 to 160 yards out, I absolutely suck 
It normally takes me two or three shots just to get it on the green from there. And once I get near the green, I can two putt normally. I have the occasional three putt. And I've been counting my two chips and uh, three putts like you like you said okay. to do. So that part of my game isn't that bad. But getting to the green from 150 and 160 just is awful. I, I can't get it to the green. I have a little dubber or I have a little shank to the right. <laughs> And, and it's just, it's rough. <laughs> I love the average man golfer, okay? Uh, Steve, it's great. You lo- the verbiage of the average man golfer, and Tim, Tim is an, he's an average man golfer. Uh, the verbiage is great. They have, a, they have dubs, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> worm burners. You know, they got this whole it, it, a dub. I mean, really, what like a? I, when was the last time you heard anybody refer to a shot? At, I dubbed one. That is old school. That's old, that's school. old school. I mean, that's term, really, yeah. that's good. See, that's yeah. what the, that. There you go. Feel the dreams. And uh, so, Timmy, let me ask you this, Minnesota Tim, are you? Uh, you're gonna be first off. Your iron play is gonna be better. I got your Callaway clubs coming. And when you get your new irons, you're going to be better. So, so you can just just like rest assured, they're, you know, they're going to actually, you know, be probably the right length for you, which would be nice because you're a tall fella. And then uh, you know, they're going to be just so much better. So, so when you get the upgrade there and you got the Callaway irons going, it's the number one iron in golf. You're gonna you're gonna be it's immediately you're gonna and you're gonna have those beautiful clubs in your hand. And you're gonna you're gonna think, how could I miss this Callaway iron? There's no way. So that, that you got that to, you got that to look forward to. Are you uh, are you still doing the Jimmy Johns? When when you were in D.C., you were doing you were Jimmy John delivery too. Are you? I mean, now you got this big job, uh, iHeart producer. You know, doing our show. Uh, are you still doing the Jimmy Johns? I might have to get back into it. I'm not into it right now because I'm living in Hollywood and there's not a Jimmy John's within 20 miles of where I live right now. But okay. I will but I will be moving to St. Louis Park which is near the uh, Twin Cities area. It's about okay. four, it's about 4 miles away from um from the Twin Cities from Target Field from Target Center where the Timberwolves play um okay. from Viking Stadium, US Bank Stadium. So it's pretty close to a Jimmy John situation and you know, once I walk into a Jimmy John's and they're like, have you had any Jimmy John's work experience? I'm just going to laugh it off. You want me to list off the menu right now? Or do you want me to go take some deliveries? I, I can I can make it happen. I love it. I love it. I, I was kind of thinking you're going to I was kind of thinking you're going to retire. for. He had some bad episodes when Jimmy John's in, in, uh, in D.C. I mean, that one time when you you came out, I remember you came out and you're your bike seat was they they stole your bike seat. You had to so when you're riding, you had the the you know the pole was sticking up your butt. Uh, yeah, that's not a good situation. You <laughs> fella fella can't sit fella can't sit down. Uh, right, you, had you bought me time. a bike seat. You bought huh? me a bike seat. Yeah, I did send you. I felt bad. I felt bad. I Amazoned you a bike seat. I said I'm gonna Amazon you a bike seat. I said you want a padded one. Or you want one of those uh, racing ones that. Uh, you know, do you, do you wear a, a a bike suit when you when you deliver, or do you just go normal? And I so I sent you a nice padded one, uh, but but you also had a. I mean, you fell off the bike another time. You deliver and you hit your head. You had a, you were in concussion protocol. They put you in the in the Jimmy John's, put you in the blue tent, checked your checked your eyes out, made sure you were uh, weren't dilating, you were focusing. You had to go on uh, Jimmy John's concussion protocol for a week. I mean. That job's been a little hazardous to you. Maybe you should just stick with the producing uh, podcast for us. 
yeah, uh, with the <laughs> with the promotion to full time at the other place, and now to continue that here, I'm probably just going to ride with the podcasting and working at Shatterbrook every so often because I get free golf at Shatterbrook if I work there. So that's free golf every day, every week if I want it. So I just I think I'm, you know, I could kind of have a little throwback and go back into the Jimmy John situation, but think about it. It's a little colder here in the Midwest, negative 30, negative 40. I don't want to go into that. I mean, DC's 15, 20 degrees, but that, I mean, negative 30, negative 40 is a whole different ball game up here. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, you know, winter's almost there next couple of days. It'll be winter. Uh, but, but, uh, they play a lot of golf in Minnesota. I can tell you that much. It's a great state, straight state for golf. All right, we got to get us some golf. Uh, we're going to talk uh, some Tony Romo. Uh, I'm a big Tony Romo fan. Of course, you know, it, it doesn't hurt that, you know, he was quarterback of the Cowboys, and I'm a big Cowboys fan. But uh, he's also a, a, a friend, and uh, I've spent a lot of time with him. I have a lot of respect for his game. Uh, we're going to hear what Steve has to say. Uh, the great predictor, but Tony Romo, uh, you know, obviously played at the Safeway. Uh, what do they call it? I think Safeway Open, Safeway Classic, Safeway something. I don't know. Safeway Open. Safeway Open. He played there, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Uh, but let's talk a little Voodoo Pain Relief Cream right now. I haven't talked about that in a while. The uh, this has uh, been the most fulfilling project in my life, and Steve, I know you use it. Yes. It helps you. Tim, you use it on your on your foot. Tim, you're a you're a marathon runner. Yes. You you got some you you got some aches and pains. You you used it in a, when you were running one time. Is that legal? Legal for, for time? Yeah, they didn't say anything. So I, I ran with it in my uh, marathon last March, the rock and roll marathon in Washington, DC. I tucked it away in my pocket and then I put it on on mile eighteen. I love it. I love it. How many marathons have you done? Six. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine that, Steve? How many marathons you done, Steve? <laughs> I haven't dri- I haven't ridden a bike twenty six miles. Jeez, I could. I, I couldn't imagine running. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine running that far. I couldn't imagine. I, you know, I I I, uh, I clocked myself one day in a in a in a pickleball uh, tournament, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played singles pickleball, and I, I I clocked how far I went. And I went 16.2 miles in the day. So wow. That's, uh, I don't know. Does that count, Tim? I mean, that's, you know, that's, well, it's all, I guess I'm 10 short, huh? I mean, it, it, that's pretty good. I mean, when you run a marathon, you don't actually prep and train 26 miles. You, the most you're supposed to run is 20. And then, you know, your body kind of carries you through the final six. I've only trained ah, ah. 14 miles. The longest I've ever ran for a marathon was 14 miles. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. So Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, uh, patented formula, 11 anti-inflammatory ingredients. I've had so many people that have sent me messages. It just absolutely blows me away, guys, uh, how people have been helped by this 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 product. Um, we've got a special deal, a special offer. You can, you can enter a code now. Enter the code HANK. So go to voodoopainrelief.com, enter the code HANK. Uh, you get a special deal. If you haven't tried the product, uh, it is guaranteed to work for you. If, if, if for some reason it doesn't work, well, the only reason it's not going to work is if you don't get it out of the tube and onto your body because the return rate has, has been like one-tenth of one percent. Uh, 
filled over 30 something thousand orders. The, the, the reviews are off the charts. Go to the website, check it out, enter the code, uh, Hank, enter that code and, uh, voodoopainrelief.com and you'll be, you'll be good to go. All right, let's take a little break. Uh, we'll, uh, check in with our sponsors and, uh, we'll be back, uh, with some, uh, Tony Romo talk. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so Tony Romo plays in the uh, Safeway Open uh, PGA Tour, gets a sponsor's exemption. He's had these before. He's played in you know a couple PGA Tour events, Byron Nelson, now the Safeway Open. Uh, he's played in a bunch of these uh, web.com. Or, well, it's not web.com. It's a corn fairy, whatever, whatever a corn. Do you have any idea what a corn fairy is, Steve? I don't. 
I don't know what that is. What is a, what is a corn fairy? Uh, I don't know. It, it's the name of a business, but okay. it is a bad name for business. What, what what business is a corn fairy in? You know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I, right. I get I, I get the the picture in my mind when you say corn fairy. I'm picturing a breakfast cereal, but I know it's not that. I know it's not that. Corn Ferry is a global organizational consulting firm. Well, okay, okay, all right, all right. I, you know what I pictured when uh, when we were when they call it Corn Ferry? I mean, like I figured that like uh, somehow I somehow this thing came into my into my mind about uh, that candy corn. <laughs> Oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like that that you know you, you get for, uh, for Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, the Halloween yeah, candy. I'm thinking yeah. the, the the candy corn company is sponsoring the the. I, no, anyway, I, I okay. They're a global. Uh, what what are they again, Tim? A global organizational consulting firm. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Well, to, well, so Tony Romo plays in the in the tournament anyway, and uh, you know, okay, he he didn't he didn't make the cut, but. Um, he had a good first round, you know. It, you know, it couldn't put it together the second round. Uh, but, but my goodness, you got to give him some. You got to give him some credit. You got to give him some credit here. Refresh my memory where you are on Tony Romo playing in these tournaments. You know, I like him playing in the tournaments. You know, especially I, okay. there's a lot of big gut names in this tournament. Hank, Phil Mickelson, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Adam Scott, Francesco Molinari. Yeah, the, 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 Pat Perez. Yeah, uh, my man Pat Perez. I mean, there's a lot of big names, so this is a lot different than playing uh, in a Corn Ferry or a American Century. And I love him playing. I just I consider Tony Romo a professional, is what I consider. Now he's playing. He's got an A by his name. He's playing as an amateur. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole. I've got a, I've got yeah, a problem that's, with. That's a weird I've got a problem deal. with that, that. That's a whole USJ deal. Yeah. They're, 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 this is why USJ loses you know, uh, credibility in so many areas, but this is one of the ways they lose it. You know, they go picking on that, uh, that girl, what was her name? The, uh, Apple. Oh, Lucy, Lucy Lee. Lu yeah. They Lucy go picking Lee. on Lucy Lee. The, the, uh, what a dictator. Household call name. The, the, uh, household name. Household. Yeah. Household name, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. She was the household name. The dictator picked on her. Uh, but then he backed off, you know, and said, she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, they just had, you know, she was just background, uh, a background pitcher. Nobody knows who she is. She was a background pitcher uh, in the ad. You know, she's just, you know, she, they wanted a, you know, a girl that could hit golf balls. And she, you know, is very good at it. So they, you know, put her in there. And I'm sure they, you know, uh, would have, you know, they wanted to have an, an Asian in there. And, and, and she was, you know, that and, 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 uh, you know, that's how they came up with that. Okay. So, so, so then the next thing, you know, you know, they're all, the USJ is all over and, and she's, you know, she's committed a violation and she's not a, uh, you know, an amateur. As a matter of fact, she didn't get to play in that, uh, Augusta thing because of that, right? Actually, they, they made a ruling that she, oh, she could did play, play okay. but she was injured. Oh, she was, okay, no, okay, she okay. did not okay, play. Okay. Yeah. She said she was injured. Now, I mean, you know, you can read between the yeah. lines on that thing. And she got injured at a, at you a, know, a, I, yeah. I'm not, yeah, who knows what really yeah, happened. I'm not, but she did not play, and that was the uh, the Augusta National Tournament, the first women's right. tournament, amateur tournament at Augusta National, and she had to sit out because they say in quotes injury, but uh, I'm not sure if that's one hundred percent correct. Well, but, but then, but so she, you know, they try to make her a professional, but Tony's not a professional. He does all these uh, sketcher shoe ads. Um, 
you know, and, and, and he, but he stays amateur, but he's, but he, how do you do that? I don't know. And then they try, they go, they go, well, he's a, he, he's known for his celebrity from football. It doesn't have anything to do with his golf, which I understand that. But I thought the deal was, I mean, if, if an, if an amateur at a club takes a certain amount of prize money or a Calcutta or whatever, you know, four pair of shoes, you know, and it values too much or something, uh, they call him a pro and he doesn't have, you know, he, right. he doesn't have a notoriety from uh, what's he got notoriety from being an accountant or something or, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, he doesn't have any notoriety. But so I, right. anyway, they, they, they find ways to wiggle out that USJ does of, of stuff. So they wiggle out that. I don't really have any problem with it either way. Cause I couldn't care less, uh, you know, whether Tony's a pro or an amateur or whatever. Uh, I like the fact that he plays in these tournaments. I mean, it's just, listen, you put up the money, you give, uh, you know, Monahan, uh, that guy, you give him, you know, the money and he'll, you know, he wants a lot of it too. You give him that money. And uh, to to sponsor a tournament, and you know you got to have something for it. Give me a little something for the for the check. Give me a little something, and uh, and the little something is they let you uh, they let you pick a few players. What would you know? I think they get like two right. sponsors exemptions if they want to give them to anybody they want. I think they should have given them to. Uh, did, what Tim was Steph Curry up there too, or what? What was he pro am or what? What was his? You know? Curry was playing in the Pro-Am with uh, Phil Mickelson. They were shooting hoops during their Pro-Am on Wednesday. Some fans had hoops out in the crowd, and they were chucking basketballs at them, and they both took a shot at it. Curry drained it. Phil, not so much. Okay, so if I was if I was running that tournament, the Safeway uh, Open, and I was got two sponsors exemptions uh, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat right now, and I mean, this would make Michael Breed, our friend Michael Breed, Michael fall over in his chair right now. Uh, I would, uh, in a heartbeat, I would give, uh, Steph Curry an exemption and Tony Romo, the other one in a heartbeat, not, not even, mm-hmm. not even hesitate, Steve, right. not even hesitate. Yeah. Go, go, golf needs, I know you, you know, there's a decent tournament that had, you know, decent field. Uh, what, what do you got? You got, uh, Justin Thomas. Okay. You know, good. Right. Uh, what, what, you know, fifth in the world. Or Phil whatever. Mickelson. You got, you got. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau. Well, no, be the, I'm going to tell you, let's go top 10. You got Justin Thomas. You got Molinari. Okay. Uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. You got two. Right. Uh, you know, DeChambeau is 11th in the world. Okay. So, you know, that, that, that's good. You got Cantley. Well, Cantley. So another top 10 or so you got, you got three top 10s. That's pretty good. And then you've got, um, I mean, for wraparound, that's pretty good actually. And, and then, then you've yeah. got. You know, then you look at the names. Okay, you got Phil. Uh, you know, when I look at the names in terms like this, Steve, here, here's what I think. I think, you know, back in the day, I grew up in Chicago. My dad used to take me to the Western Open. And we would look in the, you know, newspapers. They had them back then. And you'd look in the newspaper. We'd look at the, the, the scores breakdown. And I knew we were going to the golf tournament tomorrow. My dad and I are going to go to the golf tournament. And I'm looking at the score breakdown, and I'm and I'm and I'm thinking, okay, who are we going to go watch tomorrow? And my dad and I would make a list of who we were going to go watch, okay, at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you did the same thing. I mean, you, you know, everybody does that when you go to a tournament. You think, I really want to see this guy, or I really want to see that guy. And I'm and I'm thinking, okay, PGA Tour event, like a Safeway Open. This is actually a pretty good field. Who do I want to go see? I mean, if I'm a fan, 
you know, I want to, I want, I want to see Adam Scott. I mean, I want to, I definitely want to see Adam Scott. He's got a beautiful swing. I want to see Adam Scott. Plus, he's a nice guy. I mean, he comes across nice on TV. He's a nice guy. Uh, good swing. I want to see him. I want to see Phil. I mean, I just, you know, he's a legend. I want to see Phil. Uh, Justin Thomas, you know, great player, uh, up and comer, you know, could, could, you know, be the best for a long time. One of the best for a long time. He's won one major. I think he's going to win more. I'm going to, I want to see him, uh, you know, Freddie couples, he was playing there. He wasn't there long, but he was playing there. Uh, you know, he's 59 years old, you know, but he's there. I would, I would want to go see Freddie, uh, great guy, legend of the game. I mean, hall of famer. I mean, I want to see him, uh, you know, Cantley, young player, uh, you know, Cameron Champ, I want to see him. He hits it forever. You know, right. I mean, right. your man's there. Your man played. Uh, you know, your man played there. Furick. <laughs> Furick, you love watching him. Go watch him. Paid, paid dry? Yeah, yeah go watch him. Paid dry. Yeah, you know what I call him. Watching. Yeah, he's watching. Paid. He's watching. That's he's right. watching. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Is Steve I, I, watching I, Furick or Fluff Cohen? Yes, well, Steve's a fan of the caddy. We know that he loves the caddy. He loves the caddy. Oh my God, he loves the caddy. The caddy is the big is the caddy is the most important uh, person in all of professional sports, other than the players. It is better than more than the coach. And I think I'm glad you're finally yeah. on board with that. More than the coach. I'm glad you're finally you, on board. It is more than the coach. Yeah. More than the, the 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 assistant coach. More than the offensive coordinator. More than the defense coordinator. More than the batting coach. More than the head trainer. More than the team doctor. Uh, you know, you you name it. Uh, general manager, forget about it. If you don't need to. You don't need to have a. You know that doesn't rank. Uh, president of the team, who not uh, unconsequential. The most important person in professional sports, other than a player in any sport, is the caddy, according to Steve. I'm glad you're finally on board yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. So you'd go watch Jim Furyk, so you could watch Fluff carry it around. And, and Fluff does give the good. Oh, interviews he does. Too. Give I mean, the remember good. Did we you played that a long that time ago. That uh, yo, he said he had to hit a good one. He had to hit a really good one because <laughs> if he didn't hit a good one. It wasn't going to be good. <laughs> no, he said. He said he. I can tell you exactly what, what he, he said. Say, I can tell Tim, you exactly what he, what he said. He said he had to hit it good, or it would have come up short. <laughs> that's kind of the way he says it too. He's got him down pretty. Man, that's gold. That's one of Tim's best. That that's gold. one of Tim's better imitations right there. Let's hear that again. He had to hit it good, or it would have come up short. <laughs> that's how he says it right there he had to hit it good or what it was brilliance right there like can I, my god i can't wait line, line him up for those interviews steve line him up line him up to get the arrows away from me and pointing at me about the caddy deal i mean tony romo we both know him i played with him about 12 years ago yeah. hank uh one of my students was getting ready to play in the in the big amateur event and also get to play in the masters yeah. and uh tony romo the thing there's a lot of things that impressed me about tony romo's game one he can bomb it. He's a big guy. He hits. Yeah, a people long don't way. realize. You know, he he looks. He's not a. He, he's not tall by uh, NFL quarterback standards. Although you know, he, he's getting there because we got Russell Wilson and we got Kyler Murray and you know Baker Mayfield's not tall. The guys are getting a little shorter, but uh, he's you know Tony's bigger than you think, and he's stout too. He's stout. Uh, he's yeah. a strong. He's a. He's, he's not he, a thin and he guy, can, and he can send it. Trust me, Steve. I, yeah. I, he can send it. So you you, you know he, he's he's got. Even though he's 39 years old, uh, he's he, he's he's not taking a back seat to many for distance for sure. 
No, no. He has the raw material to, if he keeps improving at some point, you know, he's going to be able to compete out there because he can send it. The second thing about his game, Hank, that really impressed me was his, he asked quite a lot of questions. He's this guy who wants to learn. He's a student of the game. And uh, we were together not too long ago. You told a heck of a story about Tony because there's a question about what's his end game. In fact, one of my friends was uh, practicing with him and said that Jordan Spieth cannot figure Tony Romo out. He's out there every day practicing. He practices long hours. And finally, Jordan Spieth asked him, hey, what is your end game? What are you trying to do? So when you're when you're with him socially, is he is he multidimensional or is he this guy just singular? It was football for a while. And now he's golf and he's. Golf well, it was football his whole life. His it was football his whole life, and he's a student of the game. This guy, you know, he was undrafted, Steve. I mean, they they didn't they didn't win the big one, but he's he, he's you know he's one Super Bowl win away from from being dead cinch dead cinch lock to, for Hall of Fame. You know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's a big difference. He didn't. You know, he, they had trouble right. winning playoff games, but but he, he, if he'd have won a Super Bowl, he'd have been deadlocked since uh, Hall of Fame. And if you look at his statistics, I mean, if you just went off statistics and not you know Hall of Fame victories, which I understand is a big part of the, the the picture, but if you just went off statistics, he he's Hall of, Hall of Fame material right there. So he's he's been. You know, a a football student. You know, that's how he 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 used to do the same thing when I would with him, and he'd talk about his throwing motion and how he's working on this and how he's working on that, and he just was constantly trying to improve. Obviously, he's an incredible student of the game. When you listen to him do commentary, he knows all the plays before they're even going to run it. They're getting ready to do this. They're getting ready to do that, and of course, they do it like every single time. So that's that's just his makeup. That's how he's built. That's how Tony's wired, and he's going to you know talk about that stuff and try to learn and ask questions. And, and, and that's his deal. I don't think, you know, you, it's, it's hard for, I'm the same way. I'm the same way playing pickleball, Steve. I mean, I, that's just my nature. I like to learn things. I like to get better at things. I like to understand things. I, I you know, like I know I'm not going to be able to necessarily hit all the shots, uh, but I want to, I want to play the right shot. You know, what, what, what is the correct shot here? And then, okay, let me try to learn it. Uh, you know, let me at least know, understand the game and what I'm supposed to do. That's where Tony is with, with, with golf. It's where he, it's his formula that worked in football. It took him a long way. Guy made a lot of money playing, guy made a lot of money playing quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and, and had a lot of great records. Yeah. Now, do you think, what is it? Do you think he has an end game or do you think he just, he's just trying to improve, you know, like what a lot of the athletes say, Hey, okay, I'm just trying to get better every day. Is that his motivation? Or do you think he has some some goal that he's he's pointing? Well, that's a toward? good question. I mean, I don't know what his end game is. I mean, honestly, he I think he just wants to get better. Um, you know, he's turned he's won the Tahoe uh, American Century Celebrity Championship two years in a row. So you know, he he, he but he's turned down a hundred and something thousand dollars in prize money both times. But it's just donated to charity, and you know, he makes plenty of money. He made up, you know, I mean, how much he make quarterback in the Cowboys a ton. Uh, more than he'll ever need, and you know his his contract's up next year with uh, the CBS or this year. This is the last year, so he's going to sign, you know, a huge, huge deal with them or somebody. 
uh, you know, for the, for his, so he's got, he doesn't need the money, you know, but, but I, I, you know, right. With the way he practices, I, I think, you know, I wonder why doesn't he just turn pro? I mean, what, what, you know, but I don't know, maybe, you know, he wants to try to win a U.S. amateur or something. Maybe his end game is, maybe his end game is win the U.S. amateur or, uh, you know, what, 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 what age is the mid amateur? 40? What is that? Oh, I don't think there's any limit on the top line. No, mid-amateur. What's the, what's the, what, how old do you have to be to play in a mid-amateur? It's 25. Oh, to, it is? I don't think, I don't know if there is a, a, a well, there's top gotta be limit a minimum. Age. I mean, can't have a 15-year-old playing in a mid-amateur. No, That's no, the stupidest 25. thing I've ever heard. Think, what are you talking about? I think it's 20, 25. I don't think that there is a minimum age like you can be 80 years old. Well, that's maximum, but maximum is high. Minimum is low. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify this for you. Minimum is, is, is low. Maximum is high. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, how about Steve? How about Steve, Tim? How about Steve? We, we must have a bad connection. <laughs> Although I want to, I want to give Steve some props here right here. It says competitors okay. must be at least 25 years old as of the opening day of the main tournament. And also the second qualification is, Competitors must have a USGA handicap index of 3.4 or lower as opposed to 2.4 or lower for the U.S. amateur. Okay. Well, there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, Steve, come, Tim comes to Steve's defense, but uh, he still got a little confused on his maximum minimums. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you <laughs> he had, a question. He had a little backwards. Because, because you can relate to Tony Romo. Yeah. You say that, hey, you're the same way. Tony Romo, whatever he's into, he is totally into. And it was football for his career. Now it's golf. And you say you're the same way. Yeah. So this is a guy that dedicated his life to a sport, football at first. His his family came next. Now he's retired from football. He doesn't need money. Doesn't need any money. His family came, used to come second to his profession. Now it seems as though his golf is number one. What was his wife on board with this? Ah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's a she's a she's a great gal, by the way. And and he, uh, you know, I I think she's seen this this movie before. He was he, he's like this in football. I mean, you know, and and this is how he is in golf. It's just, it's the same. I'm I'm gonna tell you what his end game is. I I I think I got his end game sort of figured out. Uh, we'll, we'll take a little break and we'll come back. I'll 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 give you his his end game. Uh, I you know I I think uh, he's got a, a a clear clear end game here and. Uh, I got I, I got to figure it out. But let's let's take a little break. Uh, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, here's the, here's the, here's what I think, Steve. This is it. Um, Tony wants to see how good he can get. And he, okay. you know, he's a great athlete, hits the ball a long way, loves the game, wants to see how good he can get. He needs a passion for something. Uh, because that's just his nature, and this is what his deal is. He's always loved golf. Uh, you know, he loves football. He loves golf. So, so he's always been a big golfer. He wants to, wants to see how good he can get. That's one thing. He wants to get good enough to play in professional tournaments. Now, what does that mean? I don't think he, he's not – his end game is not – and I'm just speculating on this. You know, he didn't tell me this. But his end game is not – uh, quitting broadcasting and giving up that deal and trying to make as much money playing golf as he can at, at f- announcing football games. That's not his end game. But if he could get good enough to get more sponsors exemptions and he stays an amateur, okay, he could play in wh- – wh- how many sponsors can you get? Five tournaments? Five, I think, f- he, can get as ma- I think five, he can get as many as eight. Eight? No, you can't get eight. You can't really? get eight. You can't get eight. It's not eight, is it? It's how many sponsors exemptions can a fella get in a year? Hey, Tim's gonna Tim's gonna look that up. For you're asking. You're, yeah. yeah. We need our fact. I'm, we need I'm our fact with, checker. You're coming with I eight. I'm coming with five. Neither of us know what we're okay. talking about. Right. Um, no, we're guessing. Yeah, we're guessing. Okay. Uh, so so anyway, how many sponsor exemptions can you get on the PJ Tour? And then he can. So if it's five or whatever, and then he can go five of those, and he can go five uh, corn fairies. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, five, five corn fairies, five uh, PJ Tour events. Then he goes with a mid am as he stays amateur. He goes mid am as is is uh, as another one, and then he goes uh, USAM as another one, um, and then he goes uh, uh, American Century Celebrity Championship as another one, 
and he's got uh, he's got you know thirteen tournaments he can play in through the year, and then you go and you see where that goes from there. And then when he turns fifty, uh, you know he's he's built up a reputation and this and that. And then he then he starts then he switches off of a. Uh, you know, maybe he's, he's still a couple of corn farriers, and then he's then he's uh, next thing you know, he's he's champion store. Well, think we got to do a public service. We got to do a public service to Tony Romo, though. What? I got the uh, numbers here. Okay, what is okay, it? So, tell, tell me what it is. Okay, so the amount of sponsors exemptions a golfer can get in the year, it says seven. All right, neither one of us was right. Okay, so seven. Non PGA Tour members can take a maximum of seven. Okay. Wow, that's a big number, Steve. It is a big number. Okay, it's not eight. So let's do a public it's service. Let's do okay, it. No, it's not yeah. eight, but I was closer than you. Yeah, though. you were closer. Let's just, let's just make that clear. <laughs> I was Jesus. one away. Jeez. I was one I mean, away. Like, from... Wow. I mean, you can, that's like a, that's like a, you were one closer than me, and you're claiming like a, a, a huge monumental. <laughs> is it like a. Price is right rules. Oh, Price is right God. rules. You went over, Steve. You lost. He remember Tim. He doesn't. He 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 has a problem confusing minimums and maximums. Let's get back to the public service here. So it's seven. We, okay. we got to do a public service for Tony yeah. Romo. Tony Romo does not just show up okay. and do football games on Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon. He studies for that. I mean, he's he's working hard. You, you got to give him that. So he went from one job where he was working on his football game as a quarterback. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. So now he's going to an analyst job, which is a full-time job for him during the season. And also, he's going to have a golf career. Tony, stop it. Stop it. You got, you got to do something for your family. <laughs> Turn that music off. Turn that music off. Stop it, Tony. You, you've got to, you got to dedicate some time to your family, okay. man. Well, what are you doing? He doesn't need the money. What? He does not need oh the money. God. I mean, I work long hours because I need to pay my bills. He does. He's like, his bills are paid. Hank. He, his bills will be paid. He's not playing. He's not playing golf for money. He's playing golf because he loves it. He, 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 you can't just, you can't just shut it down. You can't be like so dead. What is you're so dedicated to something your whole life. And then all of a sudden you're just going to like, Shut it down and do nothing. No, he's, he's an analyst now, though. Steve. He's Brandon. Oh, Steve, Steve see, Brandon let me tell you Chambly. about analysts. Let me, let me, okay, let me, let me tell you about his analyst deal. Okay. It's like falling off a log for Tony Romo. Really? Oh, Steve, it's so he's, easy for him. He studied, he studied so much. It's just, he just shows up and does it. Oh, he can, he could show up and do it. I mean, I, I now he's got to study the players. He's got to study the names. He's got to study a little, you know, little background stuff. He's got to see what their offense is running. But I, I'm just saying, it, it's it's like me looking at a golf swing and being able to come up with a comment. How okay. long would that take? Yeah, that's okay, true. Okay, okay, okay. I'll okay. Take How long that. would it that take? take you How long would that Zero. take? Zero. It would take you no time at okay. all. But he has 16 weeks. He has 16 yeah. weeks. He's on football. Even if he just shows up, you've got him playing 14 tournaments, Hank. Well, okay, maybe he doesn't play fourteen. Maybe he plays, you know, twelve. Maybe, but he's, but that, that's his end. You asked me what his end game was. I said he wants to, you know, he wants to get good enough to get exemptions and play in, in professional tournaments, and test his and test his game and see how he's doing, and and, and still, you know, maybe uh, someday play at Augusta. Maybe that's his dream. Play at Augusta. You got to win the U.S. Amateur, the Mid Amateur. If he doesn't turn pro, everybody listen. The only reason somebody doesn't turn pro, Steve 
is because I, I can't believe it's be, well, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with the American Century Tournament because you, could, you can play that as pro or amateur. So it, the only reason you don't turn pro is because you want to win the U.S. amateur or the mid-amateur. And let's face it, I mean, the, the main reason somebody wants to win the U.S. amateur or the mid-amateur, there's two reasons. One, it catapults your career. Uh, two, it's a great, I'll give you three reasons, okay? Three, it's a great honor because it's our national championship. Okay, I'll give you that. And then number three is it gets you in the Masters. And and it, it, and for a lot of people, getting getting in the Masters might be number one on the list. Uh, and so that's probably his end game. That's probably his end game. You know what? I I think I think you're right on that too. Let's do number four. What's number if four? If he stays an amateur, there's only there's only a couple pros that are members at Augusta National. I think he wants to be a member at Augusta National. Would be a good end game. Okay, there you go. See, there you yeah. go. There you go. And if he does, he better invite us. <laughs> All right. Well, I, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll uh, I'll uh, I'll tell him that we were predicting his end game, and uh, if he gets into Augusta National, Steve Steve wants to go play, and he's going to putt. Which way are you going to putt, lefty or righty? <laughs> well, I, I putted lefty the first time. So, guy, can you give me at least one round righty? <laughs> All right. We'll let you. We'll let you putt righty that. All right, Steve, uh, we're, we're trying to help everybody with their game, too. Uh, we got some instruction shows mixed in here and stuff. But uh, uh, how do people send in videos and, and uh, get a hold of, of you and the guys at uh, Hank Haney Golf? Well, that's one of the things we're dedicated to helping people get better at golf. You know that, Hank. And we've been doing it for a long time. All you have to do, it's so easy, get your mobile device. Take a video of your swing, one where I can see the target, one where I can see where you're aiming. I can see your swing shape. One swing is all it takes. It takes about 15 seconds. In the text, tell me what your big miss is. Send it to golfschools at hankhaney.com. It's golfschools with an S at hankhaney.com. Within 24 hours, me or one of the guys is going to help you come up with a great game plan. And what we want you to do is not only send one video, but then send us back videos, show us how you're doing, and we'll keep the process going. Baby steps is the key. Good game plan, baby steps. We look forward to seeing your videos. Good uh, good show. Steve, uh, always good to be with you. Uh, Minnesota Tim? Uh, yeah, good great job. game. Good. I'm, watching the, I'm watching the game. <laughs> Through the cornfields in Minnesota. I love it. Uh, oh, great job, bud. You're doing a, a great job on the uh, podcast. All right, and people can email uh, questions to me at uh, hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Okay, so we'll, we'll address them on the show. Uh, they can uh, send me messages on Twitter at Hank Haney. We got a phone number. You can call in, leave a message. Uh, number is 833-426-5763. And the extension is 801. So you can do that. Another way you can participate in the show. Let me give you that number one more time. 833-426-5763, extension 801. Uh, write it down and uh, participate in the, in the show. We'll get you on one of the uh, uh, future uh, podcasts here on the Hank Haney Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. 
The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 